What's up, New England and beyond? The Room Podcast, Tuesday night. Seems like I'm doing um, a lot of nights. So tonight, special podcast, Tuesday night, with my buddy here from Cade Size Press and New England MMA. It's Dylan Napoleon. What's up, my friend, man? Uh, it's been a little while since you've been on the show. It sure has, Steve. I appreciate you having me back, man. It's always great to talk to you. And uh, if you ask me, man, there's no better time to do it. We got some cool things coming up here in 2024. Uh, it's the first week of the month and uh, a lot of cool things to look forward to. So, yeah, man, I'm glad to be here. Good to talk to you. Uh, hope hope everything's well. Hey, last time we talked to you, uh, you were in the parking lot of Bass Pro Shop, man. Uh, yeah, I got the day off. Yeah, but looking now, man, you got your own stuff going on. We're going to cover that and uh, get to your, your studio and, you know, the evolution of my man right here, man. But uh, let's let's get to the holidays first, bro, because, uh, you know, we're a, a little over a week uh, removed from New Year's, man. How were your holidays, buddy? Holidays were good, man. I spent um, Christmas Day chilling with the family. Usually I'm um, at work on the holidays. I like to keep I like to work them holidays so that I can keep traveling to all these shows, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, that's usually, you know, whenever I can scoop one or two up here and there, I always do. Uh, but I did have the day off. So it was well spent with the family. Um, my father works in law enforcement, so he's usually on the road for the holidays and stuff. But this year was cool. We had him home. Um, actually he worked later in the day, so it was good. Um, and then new year's kind of took it easy. Uh, not too much, but I've been grinding, man. My Bass Pro keeps me real busy. And then my passion for MMA, of course, keeps me super busy as well. I reeled off two interviews before we got on this call today. So, yeah, man, just kind of grinding and, uh, you know, one step at a time, if that makes sense. Nice, my man. Congratulations on, uh, you well, know. How about you, Steve? You hey, have some good holidays, too? Uh, well, you know, uh, December for me, holidays at the post office is pretty a, gr yeah. a grinding month. I basically work every day. And, uh, you know, at this, at, at this time of year, I mean, at this time of my life, uh, my, my family, my kids are grown late twenties. Um, and, uh, my family itself, like my sisters and brothers, they're all old, have that. So we meet up, yep. but, uh, you know, I, there's no exchanging Christmas presents, any of that yeah. stuff uh, anymore. You know, I throw my kids a check. They're all happy. That's and it, I, get, I, I get to work and make a little extra money with the overtime working, you know, right. during December. So it's not an eventful December, but it's, it's it, worth it. and it's one I'm used to and I enjoy yeah. it because it keeps me busy. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, no, it, I hear you. And, and like you said, you know, working for uh bass pro, it affords you the, the, the ability to cover MMA yeah. and the same thing with here. Like I wouldn't have this room podcast if I didn't hustle at work and, Make exactly. a little extra money to uh, do what I love, man. So uh, exactly, yeah. we're both hustling, and Christmas was good to to finally answer that question, my man. Thanks yeah, for asking. That's good. Good to hear, man. <laughs> Glad to hear it. I know, yeah. For me too. Every year, like the holidays start to kind of like dwindle down in terms of every like all excitement and stuff. But man, at the end of the day, work is work, and uh, we wouldn't have anything we we want to have or anything that we want to get without some hustle, you know. Excellent. Exactly. Um, you know, we're a little dormant from the MMA since, uh, yep. what, the end of November. Uh, now it's picking up. We had reality fighting. 
yeah. uh, you know, a little while ago. Uh, and now we got Cage Titans on the 27th. But before we get to talking about local MMA and all that other stuff, let's recap your year um, and the year of, you know, MMA, the community here yeah. in New England and what you've been doing, you know, inside and outside. Because like we mentioned, uh, you know, you got a new uh, new media outlet you're doing some stuff for. Yeah. And let's talk about it, Dylan. Let's talk yeah, about your 2023 definitely. year and the excitement, man. You're on the map now, bro. You've been, yeah, fly- you've trying, been flying, yeah. hanging out with Bellator, PFL, bull riding, yeah, all this shit, man. Bull riding. Yeah. <laughs> So, man, I'll give you some, like, a recap. I'll do the best I can without taking forever. Been trying to cover everything. Man, 2023 was my first year in the media game, my first uh, game, my first year as a journalist in the journalist game is what I was trying to say. But um, everything and more than I could have ever expected somehow managed to keep a great attendance attendance record at work. Um, I don't know how I pulled that off. I covered a shitload of events this past year, man. Um, I covered probably just over one event a year, or I'm sorry, a month. So I probably covered a total of about 15 to 18 events, um, you know, made an average of one, one and a half a month. If I could cover more, I would, um, but it was a good year. I did a lot of cool events. I traveled to some huge Bellator events. I was at Fedor's retirement fight. I was at um, Bellator 300, a monumental event, the number 300, obviously. I was at the Bellator 301, which happened to be the very last Bellator event. Um, I witnessed some amazing fights, but, you know, I went basically to sum it up. I went to a ton of events, watched a ton, ton of MMA, uh, traveled across the country. I was in California a couple of times. I was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota once, uh, all over New England, Massachusetts, Connecticut. Um, I did a lot of traveling, more traveling this past year than I ever did in my whole life combined. So it was a cool year, man. I explored a lot of um areas a lot of new states california was cool i spent a lot of time out there probably like two or three weeks combined with everything um and like i said i still managed to keep a perfect attendance record at work and i still have some paid time off to use up before february so i'm impressed with myself there but um yeah i just covered a ton of mma really put my foot in into it uh invested into it you know all sorts of new equipment all sorts of this little studio that i got going here um a lot of new equipment, cameras, computers, microphones, all sorts of stuff. And there were some pieces where I started at the bottom. I had like trial and error with a lot of equipment too. Uh, but I eventually found everything and now I'm rocking. Uh, but yeah, 2024 should be awesome, man. Awesome, man. Uh, I'm going to pick your brain about some of your equipment now, bro, because yeah. I kind of did the same thing, man. You're doing it in lightning speed compared to the way I've done it. Uh, it's taken My me. My thing is though, Steve, is like, when I want something, if I want to order something, like I can't wait, dude. It's the problem. I, I gotta do it now. Like if I find something and I need it, it's a new accessory, a new cord, yep. a new whatever, dude. I just right then and there, I get it. And hey, so that's why everything happens so quick for me, man. It's just because I don't have any patience. Exactly. And uh, I mean, having a good job and uh, you know saving your money for what you uh, have passion for, and it's investment, man. It ain't like that stuff's gonna disappear. You're gonna have that's it. it. And, uh, you know, as, as I, when I just kept, um, you know, kind of shedding like, a you know, like a, a snake shedding, you know, the old yeah. equipment and just, uh, upgrading and stuff. And finally, I probably, I, I probably wasted a bunch of money too, with stuff that I thought was going to work out. But then I was like two months later, eh, I want to get something with a little bit more accessory, a little bit more features. But to be honest, like 
I'm glad I did. I learned a lot about the sport. I learned about a lot, uh, like tech, uh, technology, computers, cameras. You know, I was, I always knew about this stuff, but I didn't really know how to work a computer or I'm sorry, a camera, like a nice digital camera. Never really knew how to use it. Now I know how to use them. All sorts of cool stuff like video editing, like not even the experience, but the skills that I've kind of like learned and honed in on and really used over the past couple months in the year, honestly, is just cool stuff that I've been able to kind of compile, you know. Well, my friend, uh, I see that Yeti mic right in front of you, bro. Um, that's what I that was one my favorite mic at a time. Is that 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 one you can uh, do three different angles, right? Or is it got four angles now? Uh, this one right here, I found it on sale at Best Buy, actually. Um, you can really, this one here is you can move it around really wherever you want. So you could kind of position it any which way. Um, but it's, yeah, but it, it, it's got like four different mics in it, right? It picks up uh, different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's very, yeah, it's got a lot of cool features to it. I can plug it into anything. It has all sorts of gauges and dials on it. I haven't experienced, uh, experimented much with it, um, but I usually just kind of set it up and leave it here for when I come in here, but uh, I'll explore more with it. I know I had to invest in some cords and stuff for this thing, so it's a cool piece of equipment. My interviews definitely come out crisp, and uh, it gets it gets the job done. But it has it has definitely has like the the um, technology you were just talking about with the like four different side microphone. Excellent, my man. Glad to see it, bro. Uh, 2023, big year for you. Um, now 2024, bro, we're starting, uh, you know, la- over again. yeah, last year, um, you know, like you went to a bunch of Bellator events and, uh, Bellator and PFL merged, merged. and now they're one big, big company, man. Uh, what's, uh, what's your outlook of 2024? I'm sure you're going to be media and, uh, traveling, yeah. seeing some of those shows. Uh, what's their first show of 2024? If they yeah. haven't had it yet, and uh, you know, what's are you going to be at it? And uh, yeah. all right, so talk about that, my man. So honestly, to answer your question, I really they haven't announced anything yet for 2024 Bellator or PFL. They've been kind of stagnant, but I know they work in the season format. So um, I don't really, you know, I, I don't know if if it, anything normally comes out around this time of the year. I don't think they do announce anything until a little bit later. Uh, but now with the acquisition of Bellator. They're going to change a lot, and I I don't know exactly what's going to happen um, in terms of, like, season and fights and stuff like that, regular season and tournaments and stuff. Not exactly sure what's going to happen there. Um, so, no, nothing is on the agenda with Bellator PFL, um, but as soon as I hear something or they book a show, I'll definitely make, uh, you know, make plans to be there. Um, but, man, I joined Cage Side Press just a couple weeks ago, probably, like, maybe, like, two months ago um with for the sole reason of just really they're an up-and-coming company and i want to be a part of something that's up and coming um something that that covers more than just new england you know it gives a great perspective for the rest of mma and that's really what i was kind of devoted to for most of the year is the pfl bellator and ufc and one of the game changers something super important to me when i joined cage side is the fact that i'll be able to cover ufc events this year um, so that was huge. And that was, you know, a big part of why I did that. And so, yeah, hopefully 2024, well, I know 2024, I'll definitely be at a couple UFC events as well. Um, let's talk about Cage side press. How did you, uh, get involved with them? Where'd you meet them? Uh, it happened pretty quickly. And I would imagine it was from all your traveling and just meeting people and making, uh, connections along the way. 
Yeah, exactly. It was exactly what you just said, 100%. Um, Eddie Law is one of their right, their biggest guys, one of the guys who runs the company. And I met him at a Bellator event. And so uh, we became good buddies and then started talking here and there. And I just finally came to a census that I wanted to join them. And I hit up one of my buddies. His name is Dylan Rush. And he made a couple of text messages. And the next day I was in there. So it happened really quick with them, too. Now, is Dylan Rush also a part of their media uh, media outlet? Yeah, yeah. So, He's a jur- journalist from New York City, just like me, actually. Excellent, we my man. We traveled a ton this year. Me and him are close in age. He just graduated the journalism school at ASU. Uh, we met at Bellator, or I'm sorry, at the PFL Championships. I have the poster right here. Uh, we met there, and he was working for Fight Club at the time, and uh, he ended up leaving them going to cage side and we became like best buddies at the PFL event. We talk every day. We traveled to a lot of events this past year together. And yeah, he was a huge role in how and why I joined cage side for sure. Now does cage side also uh, cover like regional uh, MMA? Um, like, or is it mostly they, you know, the, the, the big guns, the upper promotions they hit. They'll, they'll cover really anything. Uh, they have a lot of great journalists from across the country across the world honestly we have a couple guys up in canada too um really we're all kind of like free we're not obviously not freelance we're kind of tied to the company and we contribute a lot of what we do to the company but a lot of guys have free range how about that's a better way of saying it free range and really just whatever you produce is welcome to their to their platform so uh we have guys that interview a lot of regional fighters we got ufc fighters me i mix it up with everything um, but yeah, really anything is welcomed over there. Excellent, my man. Well, uh, uh, what is the next thing uh, you'll be covering with them as far as, uh, you know, bigger than a, a, a regional event? So I honestly don't know yet. I was going to cover the um, Atlantic City, New Jersey UFC card um, where Connor Matthews just signed to that card. Uh, but we have another great journalist out of Pennsylvania by the name of Jake Noaker. And so he got that event before me. Um, but we came up with an agreement that wherever the U- next UFC event is in New England or within, you know, this just uh, general area, that'll be my event. So whichever one comes out next, whether it's a pay-per-view, a fight night, anything, uh, I'll be at that one, you know, provided that it's in this area. Excellent, my man. Well, I can't wait to see your coverage, bro. Um, you know, on the New England MMA Instagram, um, you've been killing it. Uh, as I stepped back, um, you yep. took you took the reins, man. And it, I mean, the followers and the views and the love that you've been getting and giving to that uh, New England MMA Instagram is huge, bro. Uh, you're hitting a whole nother uh, fan base, and uh, you're you're also cross posting with Cade Side Press, yeah. hel- helping out the regional uh, fighters, still giving them yep. that shine. And uh, man, uh, congratulations, man, on all the juggling, man. Uh, it, it's I great. To, it. It's great to see. I know it's 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 all passion, and yeah, um, you know, it's it, a lot. I, I, I finally, great to see it. I just caught I caught my second wind. I was almost out of breath from explaining <laughs> that before. Uh, but no, man, it's been great. It's been um, really more than I ever expected. I joined this journalism game uh, by contacting Travis, one of our guys at New England, and. Uh, I really just wanted to try it out. I really didn't know what to expect, what to, what I was getting myself into, if that makes sense. I just loved the sport of MMA and wanted to find a, a better purpose or a more meaningful role in the sport, if that makes sense. 
And so I joined it and uh, it's been great to me. And, you know, all I want to do is get to the highest level and cover these huge UFC events and stuff like that. So I got the opportunity to join, join cage side and uh, they get credentials by the UFC. And so obviously that was a huge goal of mine that I feel like it really won't, I won't consider it done until I'm at my first UFC event. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, what, how are the feelings going to be at my first UFC event? And honestly, I think it's going to be an emotional roller coaster for me because I, uh, I started at the bottom and I wanted to get there. And so I'm, I'm excited to be at one of those shows for sure. The next one on the agenda, though, is Combat FC uh, up in Mass. Excellent. That is the next card you will be covering um, and being at. Um, let's talk about what has happened and what will be happening, including that Combat FC. But we just had reality fighting sure at Mohegan yeah. Sun. And, uh, you know, we had some great fights there. A lot of talent, a lot yeah. of grappling. So we're just going to bypass that. Uh, but there was a couple of fights, uh, I believe, dropped out. Um, yeah. That you had an interview or two with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, his uh, yes. opponent, I don't know exactly what happened. I got to catch up with him on that. Um, but his opponent pulled out of the fight. And so that fight didn't happen. Um, but I did get an interview in, or actually, I didn't get an interview in before the fight. But Harris Bonfiglio, him and I had a great um, post fight interview at like 1 30 in the morning from his hotel room, all banged up after he submitted uh, Casey Norton which was a huge fight here in New England. Flyweight title, uh, Harris came back after like a year and a half, if I'm not mistaken, away from the game and uh, submitted him in the second round. And I was super cool to talk to him after the fight, you know. Um, that's something that I did recently today. I interviewed Nate Grieve. He's on that Combat FC card. Um, but yeah, man, that reality card was super cool. It was super cool to talk with Harris after his fight, you know, after a big layoff and after a win over such a big, uh, big, uh, opponent. Yeah. And hats off to Casey for, uh, stepping up and taking on a challenge like that. I mean, Casey's early in his pro career. Um, and you know, he was on the rise. He could have took an easier fight, uh, but he didn't do that. I mean, he took Harris, um, who's, you know, arguably, uh, you know, up there number in the, you know, the th- oh yeah, number three, yeah. number three in New England, possibly number two uh, yeah, ahead of exactly. Valentin. You know what I mean? That's what he was saying the other day. Is uh, you know, it's the flyweight. There's only like obviously we're when we talk about this whole picture, I'll I'll name them all right now. We're talking about Mitch Raposo, Justin Valentin, Casey Norton, and uh, Harris. They're some of the best flyweights we've got out here. But man, that's a those four flyweights, that's a cool, like, flyweight Grand Prix or flyweight tournament right there. Like, I want to know who's the best out of all those guys. And, uh, obviously, we've got some big fights coming up that'll, that'll tell us. But uh, that's a that's a good good four flyweights, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like you said, uh, we have a couple of fights, at least one of them on the 27th, that's going to decide, uh, I would say, who's number one. In uh, New England, and uh, you know there could be fights, matchups on the horizon. If um, you know after this, you know whoever's hand is raised on yeah. the twenty seventh. Yeah, I mean, listen, we saw Casey Norton and Harris Bonfiglio as like kind of like one side of the tournament. Now we're going to see uh, Mitch Raposo and Justin Valentin as the other. You know, provided that the other one probably, hopefully, should get uh, the winner out of this coming this fight coming up. 
this cage science fight, they should get some sort of bigger opportunity. Um, I would say a UFC fight or like a contenders fight, um, depending on which way it goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, great guys, you know, um, high, high class fighters. And, uh, that's, like I said, it's just a huge flyweight picture that we've kind of got going on right here. You know? Yeah. I interviewed Justin Valentin today, uh, about his title fight against Mitch Raposo. And, uh, I mean, Justin's only four and two, but you know, he took out, uh, yeah, he took, I mean, he's seasoned. He started his MMA career, I think, in 2014 uh, for his first amateur fight. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, he, he's on and off fighting because he's a busy, uh, a busy man outside the cage. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's, he's coached well, trained well, um, and he's got a good head on his shoulders. So I would say that 4-2 and two record doubles itself as far as the experience the kid had. And the wins he has as an amateur over Harris Bonfiglio, yeah. um, Richie Santiago, yeah. Yeah. and uh, Mike Kimball. Yeah, as, yeah, as, as amateurs. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it, it's nice to introduce him to Cage Titans because they really don't know who he is as far yeah, as the fan 100%. base and the fighters. But uh, it's, I mean, you can't sleep on him. I, no, I think this not even close. I mean, Mitch Raposo's um, a ultimate fighter veteran, being coached by uh, Alex Volkanovsky, and uh, you know that experience is invaluable. That experience is. Very, very, very beneficial to a guy like him. And I know he's been training at some amazing gyms out there in Las Vegas the past couple, you know, here and there, every other fight or whatnot. Um, but man, like, you know, honestly, all four of those guys have huge potential. And uh, I think it's probably one of the most, um, what do you call it? Like uh, one of the deepest divisions we've got, you know, in terms of potential. Like I could honestly see all four of those guys doing big things, whether it's in the UFC or another big promotion uh, in their career, you know, they're all real solid fighters and young too. We, I know there's a couple young ones in the mix. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they keep doing what they're doing, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't be surprised to see them on a big show, big time, uh, show or, uh, you know, have a big time, uh, contract in a couple years. Yeah. And as you said, uh, there are some young fighters in the mix that will be the next generation. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, some of them got a one or two wins, but they're the real deal. And uh, just seeing the progression of New England MMA fighters as far as um, the young guys coming up, man. Uh, you know, Cage Titans just had that end-of-the-year awards as far yeah. as, you know, best fighters, best fights, all that other stuff. Angel Valdina gets fighter of the year. Uh, what a year that kid's had. What a couple sure. of years he's had. Um, not, a, not a flyweight, but, uh, you know, he's a, he's a bantamweight. And, uh, you know, uh, he, he's a force to deal with. But... Um, let's keep with cage Titans and, uh, man, I started a couple of wildfires with, uh, you know, uh, an interview yesterday you with, sure with Jake, with Jake Hicksenbau, um, yeah, and his rematch with, uh, Aaron Hughes, uh, that fight has just turned into the people's main event just yeah. now. <laughs> you sure has credit to you, Steve. Um, you know, that type of stuff is really what it's all about out here. Um, those those uh, types of videos. I know uh, Hicks and Hughes, that's a huge fight right there. And, uh, you know, fans should be excited for that one. It should, in my opinion, should be like a co-main event fight or something like that. I hope they get good placement on the card. But, yeah, they're going to throw it down. It's going to be a banger. And I know, um, Steve, you did a very good job of promoting that. <laughs> 
Well, I got to give credit to um, Cage Titans and uh, Chris uh, from uh, that the podcast that um, Aaron. Yeah, Chris DiCarlo, Caged In Podcast. Yes, Great yes. Guy. Uh, he- he'll be up there at Combat FC2 most likely. And uh, he's another up-and-coming journalist out of, out of New England. His podcast is amazing. He's doing great things. And a uh, quick shout-out for Chris. He's, you know, he's doing it. Now, I'm going to uh, um, say one thing about him. There was a vote for uh, uh, the, the media outlet of the year for Cage Titans. And yeah. I, I will be honest about it. I thought he should have won. I agree. You know what I mean? 100%. Out of everyone that was up there, I thought he should have won uh, as far as the media outlet for, for Cage Titans. Yeah, Cage uh, did. Um, he did an amazing job, and that's self-made content right there. He uses um, some amazing, you know, uh, softwares and puts out a crazy product, amazing stuff. And he's out there doing it, man. You know, he goes to these events, he interviews the fighters before and after the fights. He's really doing a great job of promoting some of these high-level fights and uh, high-level athletes in new england and uh yeah i mean i would agree with you steve i think uh, caged in podcast should have taken that one home uh but i know he's uh extra motivated to to uh, make it all happen and do it here in 2024 so uh i hope he does i hope uh, he gets it at the end of 2024 i i think he's got a little chip on his shoulder <laughs> at least i, I would if i at well, least i would if i were him. well well i gotta say he's coming out of the gates pretty quick right yeah. now with uh you know some quality interviews that cage titans is throwing up on their instagram and uh facebook so i've never met him i i've seen him running around cage titans but uh maybe i'll meet him at cage titans uh, on the yeah. 20, 27th, yeah. uh, since they're using both our videos, like on, uh, you know, the opponents to, you know, kind of, kind of yeah. hype it. So it's, it's pretty cool, man. Um, uh, uh, but with that said, Dylan, uh, you know, as far as cage Titans, we won't stay too much time on them. We get a storm outside. We get to move on to other things like combat FC, but cage yeah. Titans. We also have Joe Gianetti defending his yeah. hundred pound, 170 pound title against Sean Lally. Um, all those people were on Cage uh, Table Titans last night. And, uh, man, what are you thinking about this card and the fights they announced already? You got Piersmer on that card as yeah. we talked, Hicks and Bow. There's some other beans out there of, uh, you know, other pro fights that are developing. Um, yep. you know, I know Cam, Cam Resnitsky, he's looking for a fight here after having that uh, opponent pull out at reality. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it happen. And Mike Pulvere is really usually really good about making those um, short short notice uh, fights and getting these guys these fights. So, man, hopefully he makes it onto the card. But um, as what I can say about the card is, man, unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I can't wish I could make it. Um, but uh, that card is super stacked. Um, Giannetti, I honestly didn't expect him to see didn't expect to see him fighting up there at 170 right now. Um, he told everybody before the do for a fight that he was always he was going back to 155 and 170 you know he wanted that 155 pound strap uh but i get it man the opportunity presented itself last fight for a short notice and uh, of course take advantage so it's cool to see him back in there um i'm look, looking forward to that mitch Raposo justin valentine main event for sure um uh, michael do for or i'm sorry not michael do for man i would like to see Michael <laughs> that's your guy that's that your guy right man. there hey hey be be, cool. before we move on from him uh have you spoken to him i i know you really uh you guys became good friends from yeah. when he was here we get along pretty well michael do the canadian badass <laughs> one hell of a guy man uh he's awesome um i know his teammate olivier albin mercier just hung up uh his uh gloves for his career 
And so I'm sure they were kind of hung up on that and uh, yeah, and him all situated after his career. But uh, Michael Dufort, I haven't heard any fight news from him, but I know he's itching for a fight. Um, he's getting better. His co his team, H2O MMA up there in uh, Canada is really good. And uh, he's been getting better and better. He's kind of like a Nate Grieve. Like, I can't, I don't know why these guys aren't in the UFC right now. You know what I mean? Um, just to let everybody know, Michael Dufour submitted two UFC veterans in under three minutes combined, uh, both of them. And uh, I think he's a guy who should be in the UFC and uh, hopefully he can get that opportunity here in 2024. Excellent. And just to give him one more prop, I do believe he won Crowd Silencer of the Year for Cage yeah, Titans, he right? He won. I think he won another one, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have a video from that Michael Dufort submission over Giannetti, and I, I always, like, I haven't looked at it in a couple weeks, but sometimes I go back to it because every fight you, you, you see a dude get submitted, and everybody's going nuts. Every, oh, my gosh, you know, crazy submission, and everybody's up on their feet screaming. In this video, Steve, I'm not kidding him. He, he chokes him out. He submits him. The ref stops it. And Dilfort gets up and puts his hand up on his ear. And, uh, dude, it was it was literally silent. All I heard were a couple of his Canadian fans <laughs> in the back going nuts. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember that, them. Yeah. <laughs> Good dudes. Yeah. All right, my man. Um, let's move on. To uh to Combat FC because that's a card that you said that you will be at. Yep, I'll be there, man. I'm looking forward to that card. Double main event, if you ask me. You might call it two title fights, but in my eyes, that is a double main event. We've got Jan Oliveira fighting um Ali Zebian. I that should be the main event, I think. Um, that should be a banger. Jan Oliveira is undefeated as a professional. He's a welterweight right now, uh, taking on Ali Zebian. It is a step up in competition, however. Um, Jan Oliveira has been very, very, very dominant across the board in all five of his fights. So I think that's going to be a banger. Um, I think they're going to go out there and throw some hands and have a great fight. And then uh, the co-main event, we've got Nate Grieb taking on Don Shanis, which should be a banger as well. Don Shanis is a UFC vet. Nate Grieb is probably the next UFC uh, fighter coming out of New England. And uh, both guys are on, you know, they've had, Don has had some ups and downs the past couple of fights, but Nate Grieb is on a three fight win streak. And uh, I'm super excited for that fight too, man. Well, uh, you mentioned that you did uh, interview Nate Grieb today, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you give a bean about, uh, uh, you know, anything, uh, you know, any, anything that stand stands yeah. out from that interview that he had to say? Mm -hmm. One thing I'll stand on, every time I talk to Nate Grieve, this was the third interview I've done with him in the past year that I've been a journalist. Nate is getting better and better every fight. Uh, training out there at American Top Team, he's training with some of the best. And uh, he said it multiple times. You'll see it when I drop some clips. He's ready to go out there and kick his ass. So I've never talked to a fighter who has that motivation. Uh, Nate believes that he should have been in the UFC already. He's got a little chip on his shoulder and... Uh, I think his his performance is going to be pretty uh, exciting. Um, one uh, one little fact here is I interviewed Nate at uh, a CF, C, uh, CES event at Twin Rivers. It yep. was it was probably the last time they were there, and yep. um, I don't know if it was after he fought Dan Dubuque. I'm not sure. I believe it was. I might be wrong about that, but um, he mentioned he mentioned Don Shanus's name back then. Yep. 
And uh, that was before that was before Don uh, got the got to the UFC. Nate's been wanting this fight yeah. for two years, man. We touched upon it today. Um, there's a lot of reasoning behind it, but this has been a fight that Nate has wanted for two years. And Nate told me today he thinks he's better. Uh, Don Shannis obviously has had the opportunities that Nate wants, and uh, you know Nate is looking to uh, to win that fight. And hopefully, I would say, I mean. If Nate Greer doesn't get a UFC call in any sort of fashion, whether it's a, a contender series or a short notice or anything, I'd say that something's wrong. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's been taking out some great guys, and I think I think after this fight he'll be undeniable. Yeah, I will be interviewing Don Shanus, I think, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday over the weekend. So I'm sure he'll be watching that interview. We'll be waiting uh, to see about that. When will you be releasing the, the Grieb interview? Uh, the Grieb interview will be on the Cage Side Press YouTube video, uh, um, page tomorrow morning. As soon as our editor um, posts it up there, it'll be there. It's already uploaded. He just needs to go in there. A couple minor tweaks, it'll be ready to go. New England MMA and my page, it'll be up uh, probably tomorrow or even tonight, honestly, after we get off here. I plan on grinding for a couple hours before I have to work tomorrow. The content will be ready tomorrow morning, whether it's posted tonight or tomorrow. Um, but it'll be ready. That way I can post it from my job if I have to. Um, but yeah, man, it'll, I'll uh, probably, to answer your question, it'll be out tomorrow afternoon at the latest. Well, I'm sure Dom will be checking it out. Yeah. And uh, I'll be checking it out to get some uh, info on what to ask Don about it. And, uh, yeah. you know. I know, I mean, to, for for Don's credit, he's been out there at Syndicate MMA training with Marab Davalashvili one of the best bantamweights in the world. Um, and I think uh, he's probably doing well. I'm sure his training camp's going well. I know Nate Grieb trains at American Top Team. He's telling me today how uh, how much he respects a guy like Grant Dawson, Grant Dawson, UFC fighter. Um, and I guess Grant has been a huge part of Nate's uh, success and, uh, you know, just a great friend for him at uh, ATT after Nate picked up his whole life and moved out to Florida um, but yeah, I, I know they're both in, at great camps right now, doing great things. So it's going to be a probably the most high-level fight you'll ever see in New England. These guys are training with the best in the world, and it's only time and time will tell until these guys are kind of done with New England and on to bigger and better things. You know. Excellent. Well, uh, I had John Doomer in the Room podcast last week with Leon Davis, uh, the jiu-jitsu guru. Yeah. And uh, as we know, John will be defending his bantamweight title. Um, against a newcomer to New yeah. England, or not a newcomer, he's fought uh, for CES karate before. Combat, yeah, right? uh, karate combat. He, but he, he, he has been in New England. He fought for CES. He fought uh, Chris Motino. Oh yeah, I think actually I did a little research and found that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know too much about the kid, but uh, you know, John being here uh, mentioned just like you did uh, that um, he is a karate combat veteran. Yeah. Uh, you know, a dude coming from Brazil, you don't think he's going to be this uh, karate, you know, doing twirls and, uh, you know, karate kicks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, maybe he's I'm just... Not, if I'm not mistaken, the um, opponent, John Duma's opponent, he actually trains with Jan Oliveira up there in New Hampshire. Um, if, if I'm not mistaken, when I did the Jan interview, he told me that um, he, he was training with the guy who was fighting John Duma and they trained together. Oh, excellent! So he's yeah. uh, he's re re relocated. He's here. Yeah, um, I think so. so. I, it's I forget which state they're in. I yeah. want to say it's New Hampshire. I think it's New Hampshire. Um, but yeah, apparently he said they've been training some 
together and uh, they've been training partners for a little bit too. Well, you know, as we know, John goes forward, ain't a mind, doesn't mind taking a shot. So this is going to be a, a fireworks fight also. Sure um, is. You know, yeah, I mean, man, Steve, you actually, you just, you just uh, made me remember that's, that's three title fights that night. Then you've got the Bantamweight, the welterweight and the featherweight. And then maybe uh, they might be a what a amateur fight, amateur yeah, title in there, here and there. You know I what I mean? A double main event. How about a triple main? Well, event? you you just had Mike Jolica winning uh winning a title at Reality, the one forty five yeah. pound yeah. amateur, and he's also the title holder at Combat FC at one forty five amateur. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe he'll jump right back in there and defend that title in uh, in a month from now. You know what I mean? It wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Those guys they love to fight. And but um yeah February 9th Wilmington Mass I've got my tickets booked my hotel booked and uh, I'm looking forward to being up there Combat FC six I think it's going to be their biggest event to date in terms of uh, high level fights like I said Don Shanus Nate Grieb I'm sure one will make it to the UFC before the other um, one has already been to the UFC so it's I mean no disrespect but it's going to be real hard for him to get back there I think that's just the name of the game um, but uh. Hopefully, you know, Jan Oliveira, another guy 5-0, and he can get a big finish over um, Ali Zebian. You know, that guy might be ready for the contender series. This is, this card has a lot has a lot on the line. Um, some big wins can definitely land some guys some high-level fights for sure, I think. And uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully uh, we see what we see what we want. And uh, all I'm looking for is some some bangers that's it you know i just want to see some awesome fights obviously um there will be some winners and some losers but that's the that's the name of the game and uh you know and then when i'm media i can't root for anybody really i have people that i've known for a while people that i've watched for a while and people that you know i want to see win but there's no shout outs or anything like that i can't i can't do anything like that but i hope all I want to see, win or lose, really, whoever it is, I want to see people get big opportunities that they deserve, and I want to see some bangers of, of fights. That's about it. Win or lose for everybody, you know, I hope that I want people to get better and better, um, and I want to see people get some big opportunities and make some big money, you know? Well, I can say that I can I can root for a fighter if you I can. want to. <laughs> You can. I, I probably could, but it's against my uh, my. Ethics. Yeah, I, I dude, you you're under contract now. You can't be a fanboy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, like, like it sucks, but um, I, I've gained. Like, I don't really look at this this sport anymore as like a as like a uh, like a like I want someone to win. Like, I really, I just want to see people make it to the next level, take advantage of opportunities, and. Uh, like at this point, I just want every the best for everybody, you know. Well, my friend, uh, uh, one more thing about uh, Combat FC: it will be back on Fight Pass, so that's a yes, huge, sir. huge opportunity. Like you said, there's uh, what would you say, three title fights? Uh, three title fights. You brought it to my attention. The, I thought there were only two, but now I had to take a minute and think back a little bit, and we got three title. And fights and here. also, Garib will be a double champ, correct? Uh, yeah, Grieb will be a double champ. All right. We talked about that today. He's going to have, he'll be, I mean, he's going to have the CES lightweight title, provided that he wins. He'll have the CES lightweight title, have the featherweight uh, title of Combat FC. And then when he beat uh, Yair Jr., that was for the Combat FC lightweight titles. He's going to have 
both CES and Combat FC and uh, another Combat FC. Options, options, options for that kid. Uh, I remember seeing uh, Garib fight at Reality when he was an yeah. amateur. and I He saw- wanted to be on this card. He wanted to get on this card. Um, he told me today. He told he he doesn't want to take these these six months or eight months. Yeah, eight months that he's been away from the game. It's a long time, but uh, he'll be he'll he'll be ready. And I know Don Shanus will be ready too. Well, I'll be uh, waiting for that interview to get my beans to ask you know Don when I do talk to him. But uh, let's move on, uh, Dylan. The next closest card I do believe is uh, Combat Zone. Combat Zone. Yeah, sounds about right. You're talking about after um, after Combat FC, after right? Combat FC, yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Combat Zone at the H uh, SNHU Arena, right up there. Jeff I, was talking about it the other night. I haven't. I, haven't. I I've just started seeing the posters and some posts yeah, on Instagram. Um, you know, a, a I little. Think it's at the end of February. A little ways back, I did see. Um, Nick Alley mentioning, yeah. you know, making a comment that he's fighting. I would imagine it's for Combat uh, Zone. So Lars told me that he'll be fighting for Combat Zone. We had a little chat meet him, Travis, and Jeff the other night about okay. you know, all this stuff happening. Um, we invited you, but you must have been a little busy, Steve. When was that? <laughs> su- Sunday? No, I don't, uh, yeah, Sunday. You must have been at work. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember uh, you, you trying, you guys all trying to get on, but I was doing. I yeah. something was going on with me. Yeah, no, and also I know your your major focus now is uh, more inclusive and more. Uh, you're interviewing just about anyone these days, whether it's magicians or comedians. Yeah. And uh, I like that. Hey, I you know I didn't even think of magicians. I might have um, one I down. You, oh no, you've had a lot of music. You've had the comedy guy. Yeah. Uh, but dude, you need a magician. Yes, I on. definitely do. Tomorrow, speaking of uh, different uh, different um, guests, tomorrow I have in studio. I have a young lady comedian that's going to be oh, on. Wow. So she's very young. She's probably around um, your age. Good for um, her, man. And I hear she's killing it in uh, the local scene. So I'm gonna have her here. She's in co- she's in college and uh, on the side she does comedy and travels Hell around. Yeah, so good for her. Yeah. So uh, I'll have that in here. And uh, you know, next week I don't know what I'm gonna have, but um, you know, Dylan, I you know I just love you know the gabbing with people and you yeah. you have Hell that yeah, you have that I same think you gift you should have a magician on there <laughs> bro you can have a magician and a comedian at the same time that would be a crazy one right there that would be you'd have a guy break cracking jokes and a guy you know doing some magic how, how about we have how about we have a magician who is a comedian at the same time which oh, is oh man <laughs> that would be that would be quite the uh, fellow right there dude all i want is someone to roast the shit out of me i've had three or four comedians on here so far and none of them roasted me. You know what I mean? Um, So I need, you know, make it fun of me. Make me, you know, yeah, humbled if you could. (laughs) We got to get you, we got to get you a, what is, what do you used to call that? A mean comedian? A dirty comedian? Or uh, you remember the, the, what was the the racist comedian there? Ari, Ari, whatever. He hangs around with Joe, Joe yeah. Rogan. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> All right, we won't go there. Uh, but my man, let's, uh, you want, you, you want to wrap it up? You want to, what do yeah. you, you want to, uh, well, Steve, I want to, if you're, listen, I'm, I have a huge interviewing, uh, interviewing background and uh like kind of like uh personality so let me ask you a question about your 2024 all right go let's go all right so steve i know you made the transition um you've really honed in on um your room podcast 
um, you know, what are what are your plans? What are you looking to accomplish here in 2024? I know you have made some decisions, um, but what's the main goal for 2024? Is to uh, make this more of a Joe Rogan style podcast where anything goes as far as guests, as long yeah. as they're interesting and they have a have they have to have a following, uh, you know, so that we can kind of help each help other. Each other, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. you know. That's just the way it got to be. I mean, there's people with no following that have great stories. But, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get to uh, be a little more inclusive and talk to more yeah. talent. I like yes. that. I, I, I grew up as a musician. Uh, I think yeah. I'm kind of funny. So I like the, you know, I like the com comedy people coming on here. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole nother lane to get more views. And like I told Mike Polvere when he was on here and other people who asked me, I mean, it's going to help the MMA community and all the communities involved because you're going to get fans that are going to get into music or maybe check this band out. Who's on the podcast, or you're going to get a, oh, I'm going to have a band that's going to, you know, or bands watching is going to check out fighters or yeah. comedians. That, yeah, exactly. We're so, kind of incorporating everybody, everything. It's all about yeah. entertainment and they're all entertaining. I like it. They're all entertainers and I'm all about learning about people and how they got to that point. And, and it's yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? Their story. Yeah. So that's yeah. all about. So, yeah, um, yeah. I like it, man. Thanks. Thanks for your quality answer. Excellent. How about, how about this, Steve? All right. Uh, what, what show are you coming to next? New, uh, New England MMA wise. Like, uh, uh, all right. What show are we going to see you at next? You will see me at Cage Titans twenty seven uh, on the twenty seventh. I'm sorry, Cage Titans sixty three. I'm not sure at what capacity. I might be sitting in the front row with uh, Rob Pico, drinking a bunch of beers and getting stupid. Or um, you've got that power. You've got that. You've got that <laughs> flexibility now. Steve. Well, yeah, yeah. So, or I'm, I, you know, if uh, Cage Titans needs me to, uh, you know, run around and do something, guzzle beers with somebody on camera, I will do that. Whatever, whatever's needed of me as far as to help the team out and help the show. Be You're more entertainment. Like, I'm, I'm we at it. We I'm, should put you in a mascot suit. <laughs> How about put me at a Duncan tank? Duncan tank as you're coming in. Yeah. Let, yeah. let me just fall into the ice bath. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that would be one. How about um, Combat FC? Going I, I'm gonna go there too as right, a fan. I'll, be there. I'll see you there. As a fan. Um, I'll see you there. <clears throat> Dylan, I believe you and I to leave this off, and then I'll let you give your shout outs and you know. Mm -hmm. What you're looking for is forward to as far as uh you know your year. I think you covered it, but we'll go over it again. Yeah, yeah I'll give a little snippet. Uh, but what was my question? Oh, all right. So, I believe it was you and I. Of course, it was New England MMA, but um, we chopped, we uh popped your cherry at Cage Titans. Yes, correct. Sure did. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, you I'm disappointed you, I can't make it up to this show. Well, um, but yeah, you guys definitely did that at the last Cage Titans show. And I'm glad I went, man. It was an awesome show. Um, some high-level fights, high-level production. I like their uh, little culture that they've got up there in uh, Plymouth. Well, I know Mike uh, loves what you're doing. Um, he he loves passion. He loves people that have that worth, work ethic about him. And uh, man, if you can move in and help some, uh, you know, help some Cage Titans fighters out with some interviews, and uh, you know, getting them uh, to some of your fans and stuff like that, man. Yeah. Mike Polvere will love it, and he'll uh, yeah. he'll greet you with open arms, man. Yeah, definitely. I'm. I just uh, finished up some big interviews today. I had, uh, like I said, Nate Grieve and Zach Paunga. Zach is a uh, former NFL player 
who uh, did get he got caught by the Texans and then picked up his life and became an uh, MMA fighter. He's a UFC light heavyweight now, and he's fighting on February 10th. Uh, but this coming Friday, I hope I can remember him. I've got three interviews. I got um, I got oh okay actually no this will be easy to remember because I'm actually interviewing Justin Valentin like you did today. Um, I'm interviewing Billy Goff. And I'm interviewing um, Connor Matthews. Connor got that big fight coming up out there in AC. And uh, so I want to interview those guys and uh, see what's going on and check up on them for uh, the early 2024. Excellent, my man. I love it, bro. I love it. I love it. I love it. Congratulations, man, on all your growth. And, Thank you, uh, Steve. You you've know... been, a, you've been a, a true uh, role model, you know, a good guy to look up to and uh, – you know, look at what you're dealing with this high level production. You're sitting in the room with uh, some amazing equipment and uh, you definitely, you know, get you sparked a lot of idea, a lot of interest for me. So I definitely have to give the credit where it's due. And uh, man, you're always fun to be around and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to seeing you up there at uh, at uh, Combat FC. But yeah, man, I, I appreciate it. But, you you know, you guys at New England MMA really did help me get jump started and uh, help me get to where I uh am now if that makes sense and i'm glad to be you know with the guys and be able to contribute some of my work to them because uh you know great great group of guys who uh, helped me get help me get up here now you know excellent my man um you're running with it bro with they we we all saw something in you and uh, uh it's it's paying off right now uh so with that said uh Dylan, I imagine your social media is growing as far yeah. as where you're reaching out, where you're going. Uh, you want to throw out where people can yeah, find definitely. you? So yeah. just send it out there. Uh, hold on. We just got a big headline. Oh. First. Game bread. Game bread. You got Junior Dos Santos and Alan Belcher fighting out there on uh, March 2nd in Orlando. That was a cool fight. Oh, speak, speaking of game bread, didn't uh, – didn't, um, I just saw uh, that there's uh, – Masvidal and Diaz yeah. are in talks yeah. for a boxer that's, match. <laughs> that's booked. That'll be insanity. A lot of people were saying that one, if not both of them, would have been on the UFC 300 card. That throws that out of the picture yeah. now. They're going to make um, millions. They're going to make millions yeah. boxing. So Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like all this little crossover, yeah. bare knuckle. You know, especially I don't like it for guys who have so much potential and they're, they're in the middle of like yeah. kind of like waiting for the UFC and stuff. I feel like if you go over there and get too banged up or really, you know, make some weird decisions, it could kind of throw off a trek to the UFC. But at the end of the day, it's them, it's them and their career and their money. And I know money is important and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man, I think um, all of the crossover stuff is super cool, you know? Um, Dylan, did you mention all your social media yet? No, no, I got you. All right. I'll do it right now. So my social medias, you guys can find me on Instagram. My full name, Dylan Napoleon MMA, no cat, or I'm sorry, no spaces or anything like that. Just one word. Um, I'm starting to put more, um, more work on YouTube because Cage Side Press, they are heavy on YouTube. Um, so Cage Side Press YouTube, you'll see a bunch of interviews by me. And, um, yeah, I'm branching off. I'm starting to get into, like, uh, I should have been in it a long time ago, but Twitter and stuff like that, that's uh, slowly populating and slowly building right now. Um, it's same thing, Dylan Napoleon, MMA. And, yeah, man, my Instagram is my main focus. That's where I feel like I can uh, really put put the best content out. And so that's really really where you'll see the um, 
the full display, if that makes sense, you know, and YouTube as well, Cage, Cage Side Press YouTube. Um, but I'm going to have some articles coming out soon for New England. So basically, like I said, to, to make it easy for everybody, my Instagram, Dylan Napoleon, and Cage Side Press YouTube. Those are the big ones right now. Excellent, my man. Well, my friend, awesome catching up with you. Uh, we'll do it every so often, my man. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be seeing you at the fights uh on uh, when when are they for a combat FC February when February 9th well then uh, you know we'll have a recap show together about that event yeah. uh, maybe yeah. maybe the following Wednesday yeah man I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you up there in Wilmington I think the the whole uh, rest of the crew like um, Travis Lars Jeff all of them will be at that show too so it'll be a little reunion for everybody I know you're going to be having a lot of fun and I look forward to having some fun after the fights for sure um, but man, um, yeah, Steve, thank you so much for having me on today. It's always fun chatting with you and, uh, makes me even more excited to uh, chill with you at, uh, combat FC. Awesome. My man, anytime you want to take a ride to Rhode Island and Johnston, come on down, I'll hang out, there. man. 2024. I promise <laughs> that at some point I'll be there. All right, my man, take a friend with you, take a fighter yeah. or something or, or you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll like bring that. someone up there with me. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll get it going, yeah. my friend. All right. With that said, Dylan, thank you so much, man. Don't hang thank up. You, Do not hang up. I just want to chat with you for a couple of minutes okay. after we leave. Uh, but with that said, I do have a comedian on tomorrow, Emmy YK. Um, M E Y K M E Y K M E Y K. Oh, yeah. She will be on tomorrow. <laughs> she will be on the podcast tomorrow. Tommy Shayhood will be back tomorrow in the podcast after taking all of December off. Um, Tommy's back. Tommy is back, and he's Good gonna win, man. He's a, he's always cool to yeah. watch on the show, and uh, yeah, I know he he has a lot of cool things going on. So. Uh, jujitsu and weed farms and all yes that. all that stuff right there so he better yes, come sir. in with he better be packing some product when he comes in here <laughs> tomorrow and then I, I have to say next monday i will be on table titans with mike oh, paul there awesome, mike paul there for you and the boys there i don't know if we're doing a hot wing hot take the last time we did that i was Todd and feathered from New England. That will yeah. not happen again. Um, <laughs> but I will be I will be there on Monday. Stay tuned for some more interviews from me from the yeah. Cage Titans. Uh check out Valentin, Justin Valentin's interview that I, we just released today. Um, and then uh we'll see what's cracking for next week. But um follow us both, man. We're all oh, yeah. follow us both, man. We're looking forward to having a bright 2024. And last for me, thank you again, Steve. I appreciate the time tonight. We out.